You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale gang. Hi, gang. Welcome back to the Watch Along Critical Commentary, recorded here on the unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh Nations. I'm Ryan, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Chloe, the other co-host. Welcome back to the Serpent's Queen Ga- Queen's Gambit. Yeah, I expected there to be more chess. I guess there's chess of Riverdale. I expected more People of a... People Riverdale are the pieces. More of a gambit. Yeah, I guess that. I did expect also. a gambit. And I... Yeah, okay. Mostly happy. Mostly happy. Mostly happy this week. Yeah, it was a strange episode, but I'm not... I'm, I'm interested. Like, I, I continue to just be like, I don't know, but... Great. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm likewise. I'm strapped into the ride, um, and I'm I'm still seeing a lot of fun um, genre winks, a lot of fun mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, self awareness, meta awareness, and um, very trope uh, trope correct development. Right. Trope correct development. I like that as a thing. Hmm. Um, yeah, I felt like this episode pushed a lot of happy buttons for me in terms of weird witchy stuff and um, uh, f- fun acting from Vanessa Morgan. And I really, I really didn't know what was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is always fun for me. And yeah, I don't know. I. Um, I feel I feel satisfied by this episode, but I also I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, in good and bad ways. There's yeah. there's there's some hesitation that I'm feeling, but there's also uh, some excitement. They're planting some good seeds now. Uh, three episodes into this this arc, and it turns out Rivervale maybe counts more than we thought also again yeah without rivervale deja vu that um tony topaz has we really i'm interested it's a meaty meaty offer it is um and ryan i think ryan you feel like it's um an offer in terms of what powers tony's gonna have yeah whereas for me it feels more like an offer of is the whole crew gonna find out that there's this double reality why not both? And why not both, truly? Maybe both. Um, surprised how quickly the escalation and, and um, steps with the Abigail plot went, um, both in uh, Abigail going har- going straight for the murders, hilariously. Yes. Like yeah, I, it was quite, I, a, quite a funny sequence, really. That was that whole thing is really delightful. Um, oh, this is is this the first the season's first. Um, moment where Jughead almost dies, because I feel like that's happening once a season now, almost. Oh, at least. Yeah, that tracks. Okay, let's clock it. Well, I mean, we, we again, not well, there was counting Rivervale. Rivervale. <laughs> so technically, okay, so technically it's twice. Um, yes. Uh, is that death or is that live forever? Well, what? Because he's in the bunker for eternity writing all these stories. Right. Uh, it's the kind of living forever that may as well be death, question mark? Yeah. Or is it eternal creativity? Unclear. Heaven or hell? Who knows? Objective? <laughs> Subjective. <laughs> uh, but that was Riverdale. Vale. 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 Ah. River Vale, yes. The um, four worlds. Yeah, I, that's true. Barovia. That the, the 
Abigail plot did get wrapped up really fast. It's true. It, it got wrapped up so fast that part of me thinks maybe they're... Oh, sorry for just yawning really gratuitously there, Riverdale gang. Um, part of me thinks that they're going to bring it back, but oh, I yeah. also don't think so. I'm not... I won't be shocked if they drop the thread or veer in in new directions with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the end of the Abigail beat um, and more of a... Um, a, a step in the pace of Cheryl's development as as witch, the witch character, as the witch mm-hmm, superhero. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Very forgiving of Nana Rose, I have to say. Yeah, Nana, not to be trusted with the key to that. Oh my god. Yeah. What kind of chaotic neutral is Nana? I don't know, but Cheryl seems to be fine with it, strangely. Yeah, Cheryl cannot be aware of the full context. By which her soul is cast into the void. I guess. <laughs> but Britta knows. <clears throat> uh, Britta's growing on me. Yeah, poor Britta had the best reactions to how ridiculous this plot was. I loved that we got a little like, and so this is a lot <laughs> kind of reactions from Britta. I thought that was really, it was nice to have that commentary on the plot built in. This is everything that we hyperbolically worried about for Britta at its absolute nth yeah. development. Just, Riverdale sometimes is very good at giving you exactly exactly what you expect, but then using it to attack you. <laughs> yeah. Um, to <sighs> circle back to Tony. Um, yes. Who is I, we, titular of this episode. Yes, uh, yes. In theory, we, um, I feel like oh, when we were watching the scene between the cops and the serpents. Yes. Um, we felt I, Ryan sort of said, oh, "This is a little ham-fisted," and I, I don't. I I don't know. I don't know if it is ham-fisted. Um, I guess suppose it's ham-fisted from a, like, yeah, I don't, I don't even really know if I'm equipped to comment on it, Mm -hmm. but it's interesting to me that in a show, um, that is not really built to be social commentary on anything particularly, Mm um, and, uh, good guys and bad guys are sort of very cardboard cutout pastiches Mm -hmm. that this is automatically the bad guy the cop is the bad guy now Mm. you know like Mm -hmm. that that's interesting to me because we have we have cop shows where the cops are complicated good guys Mm -hmm. and in this show they're kind of not other than kevin and this is (laughs) this is a um i feel like a twist for riverdale's portrayal of police as well Mm-hmm. Um, um, that feels like potentially a, a unintentional adjustment. Um, at the same time, with the Percival Pickens line and the the very apparent mind control function, um, even if we find out that he's not quite as powerful as he appears, that he you know just put suggestions or some something moderate, um, there's still a, a supernatural beat that is absolving the police force of Mm. a particular violence um 
and that's hand waving the the sudden surge back from a one man sheriff department to a fully equipped tactical squad, which yeah. <clears throat> which is I'm just I'm I, I will finally accept that Riverdale is just going to give a, give the world it needs to to tell it the story it wants to there, um, but yeah, uh, I am. This, uh, I'm going to tangent for a sec. Uh, I binged through a wonderful show called Young Royals last week. Um, fabulous, uh, Swedish show on Netflix. Swedish? Yes. Oh. It's about a fictionalized Swedish royal royal family. It is a boarding school, coming of age, gay romance. Very, very sweet. Oh, all right. Um, and it hit a few, a few, uh, emotionally triggering buttons for me also. Um, but there's no other way to tell those stories mm. is what I wrapped around to. Um, Interesting. So that's the, that's a perspective I'm taking into this week. Um, very different shows, though I highly recommend if you uh, are a fan of Riverdale. It's a completely different show. And the high schoolers actually look like high schoolers. It's hilarious. They're awkward and, and <laughs> weird. It's great. Um, and Swedish royalty is anyway. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Wow. 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 Um, but I, I look at this episode while I was watching it. I felt, um, a little bit of, uh, uh, uh I'm going to call it an internalized cringe. Okay. Uh, a gut reflex of like, is this, is this hand, is this right? Um, that comes from, I think, my long relationship with Riverdale of questioning a lot of their questionable decisions yeah. and TV's handling of social subject, subjects in, in general. Mm-hmm. But I want to ask the question, I asked the question of myself after this, um, if, like, how else could they have done that better? How else could they have yeah. approached or brought it's It's a very wide question because they can apparently do literally whatever they want in Riverdale, which is actually kind of cool um, <laughs> to just embrace. But um, I hope the conflict that's feeling a bit reductive to me is the price of admission for a more character-focused exploration statement that doesn't... Um, exploit and repeat trauma tropes um but is actually Mm. um going to give us screen time for tony in particular especially with everything we got this episode um because she does take the power back in that scene several times over um and also narrowly misses you know death functionally Mm um and then at the end we have a white cop taking a black indigenous child from his mother in a horrifying custody dispute plastered over with a very particular small town politeness and concern trolling. Yeah, I I thought a lot about the politics of concern actually in this episode. Yes. um, I could not quote this article verbatim, but I'm glad you brought that up, Ryan, because Mm -hmm. I did read something recently about how the way that um, I'm thinking specifically of transphobic legislation in the United Mm -hmm. States, but the way that a lot of um, rights restriction 
legislation yes. gets passed is someone is concerned. They're yes. worried about the kids. Yes, the you know the fear mongering of the others. Yeah, and I it, thought that was like a very mm-hmm. that was like a very interesting thing to come out of Kevin's mouth in a show aimed at young people. Yes, this month in particular. Yeah, to just hear him say, "I'm concerned for his welfare," so that's why I'm. <sighs> that's doing an excellent this. point. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Um. So. Yeah. Concern for the children. I mean, Simpsons made that gag 30 years ago, and it was stale then. I never have watched an episode of The Simpsons, but I believe you. Yeah, they have a a character. Back when it was clever, they invented this character who's the Reverend's wife, whose stock line is, Think of the children. Oh, that's where that comes from. Yeah. Simpsons, full of cultural milestones that you might not notice. Sort of like Shakespeare and Euripides. (laughs) <laughs> who also did mostly lowbrow humor and yeah. uh, vulgar jokes. That's interesting. The Simpsons is the Shakespeare of the future. Maybe. Um, well, here we are suddenly on a tangent about The Simpsons. Maybe we should get started, Ryan. Perhaps. Is there any other points we want to touch on in advance? I I don't think I have too much to add about uh, Veggie, Reggie and Veronica's growth here. Veggie? Yeah, Veggie. veggie. Oh, um, they are Veggie. They're Veggie. Um, it's better than Veronica. I'm not wrong about this. No, we could try like a, a Regica, which comes off kind of regal. Nah. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> do you have anything to, to chomp um, on there? I, uh, I'm curious to know where we're going. Um, I think this plot line for Reggie is very touching. He hasn't been mm-hmm. doing much this season, really. Yes. Not since he kind of nearly had a threesome with himself in Riverdale. <laughs> God, that was a funny episode. God, that episode was so good. Yeah, it it lives better in absurd retrospect, actually. I didn't know what was happening at the time, but I appreciate it all the more now. <laughs> um, yes, I am intrigued that Reggie is having a very um, personal character journey in... Amidst the superhero plots. I'm curious to see how that grows. Yeah. I'm also sick of the word wise guys. Wise guys. I, it's lost all meaning. But yeah, I think I am ready to jump in, Chloe. All right, let's do it. Shall we summon the the Badooms? Okay, gang, get ready. We're going to sync up our uh, Badoom. The Netflix play. Getting ready in three, two, one, go. Oh, kidding. There we go. Yeah. And here's that. <laughs> Making the cat twitch. No, Uncle Frank. I was sad for Uncle Frank. It's interesting. Yeah, that's, he's ensorcelled that's now. That's the light that... Um, ensorcelled. It's just that word never gets old. <laughs> that's the light that Percival came through that door with. Oh, nice catch. Percival's got a lighting motif. Yeah. And it's clean white. Yeah. <laughs> Under what authority? Mm-hmm. No, Uncle Frank, don't get hoodwinked. You're such a nice man. They're full culted again now. Ugh. That's how I'm looking at this, as as, as the same mind control beat as the cult, but refreshed. Yeah. This is, this is like fantasy mind control, though, whereas <laughs> cult mind control happens in life. Yes. Um, you know, you hear what I'm saying? 
But I see what you're saying. How they're setting this up, I want to make the argument that this might not be as high fantasy mind control as we want it to be. Um, That they're... They... this, This character is encouraging a lot of thoughts and biases that exist and a lot of uh is clearly egging to violence dynamics and scenarios that already exist um rather than creating them from scratch yeah and that i i i wonder if there's more nuance to the the actual power he's going to show i love that abigail hasn't cottoned on to this tea yet <laughs> oh, you're right. Abigail she is really, does. really actually quite. She doesn't know who she's playing with. Yes. Like, Britta's grew up in Ritter- Riverdale. Britta was yeah. probably a child during the um, the fake Dungeons and Dragons cult scare. Oh yeah. When all the middle schoolers became G and G G and G addicts. Something? What was it? Yeah. Grit, gar, gar, grit. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember now. Fine, fine performance. Um, fine scene partner. Uh, for yes. Madeline Petch. Yeah, actually, totally. it's it's. There's they have a fun stage dynamic together that that they have really milked well. Yeah, that actor that character. seems great. The one playing Britta, whose name I actually don't know. Yeah, you should learn that one these days. We will. <laughs> um. Uh, Reggie's dad, this is... It's sad. It's sad. Yeah. I'm going to find out Britta's uh, name. Ryan's going to talk for a sec. <laughs> oh, well, no, I'm as not. Is Never Veronica. mind. I don't have any internet boxes on hand. Never mind. <laughs> we'll find out for next time, maybe. Um, yeah. So, this is interesting, because if, mm-hmm. we, if we want a social commentary this, which I think is dangereux a bit, mm-hmm. um, because the show is... Only so many dimensions are yeah. in this show. <laughs> yes. Um, I I would say that um, I definitely think we're playing with a little bit of Percival as, like, the colonial legacy ghost. Yeah. But also, how much mind-controlling does Percival actually have to do in this small town? Yeah. Like, is he yeah. just sort of nudging? Like, are we going to find out that he's really not doing that much? And Riverdale's just like this. I mean, he he does seem to be most apt to influence the middle-aged white folk. Yes. Like, I mean, he gets a unanimous vote out of this room. Yes. Which I will say includes fangs, which is what's yeah. weird about it. <laughs> includes a couple of actors we know. Well, that's true, <laughs> yeah. We spotted some familiar people. Yeah, a couple friends were extras. Ah, I Pun think City. that is a diaper bag product placement. I recognize that <laughs> that bag. Kevin, trash boy. Yeah, we're sad about Kevin. We yeah. need to talk about Kevin. Uh, I haven't actually seen that movie. I don't know what happens. I don't either, actually. But the reference stands. Yeah. So, he's ensorcelled, right? I'm just concerned for his safety. But is he? This is but what's is interesting. is he? Because... He's being Why awful. Why are you doing this? He doesn't answer. But, like, by mm-hmm. the way, this outfit on Veronica. Sparkly tweed. Who knew we needed that? I love it. <laughs> you are right. Oh, that is fabulous. Yeah. Mr. Mantle. We know from the moment he says his first line that this character is not well. 
Yes. Yes. There's an uh, there's a weight hanging over the, the whole Reggie arc from before we even meet him. Like I think that last scene with Veronica and Reggie. Yeah. Had had uh had Nanville waiting to drop. Yeah. Emotionally. Which kudos to both you know the the editing and production design team and to um the cast for sussing that out for bringing that out that that tension right out of the gate um that can be tricky mm-hmm. to actually lay the plots that the script is giving you yeah these three have no chill and and are just ready to <laughs> accept anything now and i i love it all is real nothing is real yeah, it's true that there's a certain... It's interesting that Veronica has become not one of the core four anymore. Yes. I wonder if that's going to last. Strange. Like, I wonder uh-huh. if someone was shooting something extra. But no, because Veronica's been having, like, a ton of... I don't know. Well, they, they have made a concentrated effort to bring... To include several other characters... Uh, including especially Tony and Tabitha. Yeah. Uh, as well as Kevin and Fangs. Um, I mean, Tabitha hasn't done a ton since the break. Yeah, she hasn't. She's important in this episode, but she's supporting. Yeah. She she gets to react to a lot of things and be a pillar of the town for a lot of things. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Relax, Your Professor, Professor Xavier Jug. Doug, you're projecting, buddy. Yeah. Psychic. <laughs> but Betty thinks it's cute. Yeah, Betty's not a nerd enough. I, get... <laughs> so the thing I loved about this scene... Yeah. ...is that these two sets of people are just in different realities, <laughs> both of which have been justified by the show. And both of which are absolutely absurd. And both of which are absolutely absurd. Like, it's just like... Different absurd. It's, you know, it's like one of them saying, we're in a superhero show, and the other one is saying, like, no, we're in a black magic revenge plot. <laughs> no, you're right. That's that's exactly it. Like, this scene has such a good tension, because they are both on different shows right now. And that's, <laughs> that's pretty brilliant. That... That's well played of the of the hodgepodge Riverdale knows it is. Yeah. And I think this cast. It's true, it's a very self-aware moment, this scene. Yeah. Betty's face. Betty's face just says so many things. And how like slightly frustrated by this new quip all three of uh, Archie Betty and Archie are. Just, yeah. I love it. Also, this like vinyl that the, the full cat suit. Leather. Oh, I think it's. I don't think it's a cat suit. I think she's in a skirt. Ooh. But Abigail has the style. Britta's probably like, what? <laughs> no good comes of this. <laughs> Look at Britta. Britta's just like, uh huh. The only appropriate reaction to this is, ah, uh-huh. <laughs> lest we bake a scone for you too. Um. And then, I thought that was Jughead at first. Ah, so here we've got an old-fashioned sort of... Drive-by shooting. Prohibition-era drive-by shooting with the old-fashioned gun. I don't remember what the names of those guns are. Tommy guns. Tommy guns. Tommy guns. Um, We never get poor Tabitha's reaction to the fact that her, like, place was shot up. Yeah. That she was shot at. We just kind of accelerate past that yeah. to other problems 
You're right. Tabitha absorbs a lot this episode. Yeah. Of just problems. How's Tabitha doing? I feel like we were missing an emotional beat where, like, even if she just, like, even if Jughead just, like, whooshes in and is like, are you okay? Yeah. You know, we missed, I missed the dramatic hug beat. Yes. Yes. Some some comfort is warranted here. Or her hugging Pops, you know, like, I would have, or Pop, rather, I would have... Mm-hmm. Settled for anything, but I was confused by it. it. Was like I got shot at, and now I'm calm and making plans. Yes, yes, all of it. I mean, good call for backup. Yeah, it's interesting that Percival hasn't tried with Veronica. Or wait, did he? Mm. Well, as she reveals in this scene, he did. He did a thing on a on a client, so right. he's been operating in Babylonium. Babylonia. Yeah. Well, we, we know that he's tried things with with people who've come to gamble, but... Yes. Not Veronica herself, yeah, and as I, far as we have seen. And I wonder why that is. Mm. No, that's a very good point. Um, it's hmm. identifying some sort of power in Veronica that he can't manipulate? Like, I don't know. Well, he's also... I mean, that, that could... That could certainly lead us in a lot of interesting directions, but what's special about Veronica? Yeah. Um, That's what I mean, is what is, like, what's... Veronica could also be serving his goals right now, like, as we come to understand what what his evil plot actually is. Um, But yeah, it really is interesting to see her separated from from the other three in, in genre, even now. Like they're really in different different sub shows. I think I am appreciating this season's um, multiple irons in the fire, multi genre work than some of the past seasons. Yeah, um, I feel like they finally have struck their balance of total weird. Yes, yes, we've broken. Maybe Rivervale did it, but we've broken through certain like basic expectations for a show. That we no longer hold to, um, and are now ready to accept a lot of this, uh, accept what they're laying down, I guess. Yeah. That's true. Maybe we just, maybe this is actually, we're, maybe we're just conditioned at this point. We are the lobster and the water is hot. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, maybe if we're in the cult or not, it's working <laughs> for me here. Um, a lot of good, bold statements from Tony. A lot of Tony de-escalating and handling situations um, quite um, effectively. But she's coming up against a complete cartoonish impossibility. Yeah. At her. Um, it, she has superpowers arrayed against her right now. Yeah. Which, you, is, which you mentioned, yeah. you mentioned at one point while we were watching, um, you were like, you know, it would be good if the superpowers were known. We could use them right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. That cup of tea looks good. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's cafe con leche, like uh, her dad used to have. <laughs> good, good this, reuse of your day player. This actor looks a little familiar. Has he been on, has he been this is before? Is he the fixer? Maybe he's the fixer. 
different clothes. I thought he was the dealer who we were introduced early, brief, earlier briefly when, the first time through. Oh, maybe that's all that is. Okay. But I don't know. <laughs> I have to double check. So I want to say what is legal, legal, but what is legal in that these three appointed the council in the first place? Yeah. And also, like... Council Four and Serpent Queen were used earlier in the same like legal defense statement. Just, just unclear about the governance structure of everything in this world. It intentionally opaquely unclear. Yeah. What does that mean? The house is calling for a break. Um, I think just a stop of play. Um, the house referring to the casino. Right? Yeah. Um. It's not a phrase I'm, I've really heard before, like a common Does it mean like the, the, like there's a lot happening at the table, so we are not... Yeah, I think like we're shutting, we're shutting this table down for a little bit, kind of a thing. Right. Um, one of many strategies casinos might use to mitigate, mitigate their scams. Yeah. Um, a friend it's... of mine told me a wonderful story about his buddy... Who is not the kind of guy who you think would go to a casino. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, he's like tall and skinny and works at shoppers and, you know, isn't super interested in what he wears. And he went to a casino in Vancouver. Cheryl's Close. Yeah, Cheryl's Close. Local casino here. And he accidentally won like way more money than you're supposed to win. Fabulous. And exactly who should. Was like given it in a bag. And was escorted out by security and took it home on, like, his moped. It's just one of my favorite images of a casino. It does and offer anyway. some wild some wild happenstance like that. I have to say, those scones look pretty good. The scones look good. I understand why they gobbled them. Yeah. Cheryl's puffy dresses this episode. Yeah. Like, her costume is, is excessive across the board here, but... It is interesting to me that Archie and Jughead were not immediately suspicious of these scones, but what? I guess also, why would Cheryl poison them? That feels extreme for Cheryl. Yes, that yes. doesn't... Uh, yes, exactly. Um, I think you called it right before the aura popped up, yeah. but, like, good thing Betty has her superpower here. I guess her Jughead just would have died. Yeah. That's... Yeah. And probably Betty, she's too. like, are you trying to poison? Like, what? Mom says, ugh! Like, high school Cheryl frustration foiled. Yeah, I love the moments where Cheryl and Abigail's personalities intersect. Yes. And I, I don't Did think it's just actor up? bleed. I already uh, did. I loved this. I loved this moment. Cause yeah, this was The absurdity great. of being told not to eat something you've just finished shoving <laughs> down your throat is... It's like, I want to, but I can't. He's got, like, crumbs on his chin, it's, too. This is a very sweet moment. Yes, there's something very domestic about, like, something very familial about it. About, and this, like... <laughs> I also like how Jughead's like, yeah, trust. duh, everything's weird now, I should stop eating this gum. It's a good point. <laughs> Unclear if this is actual medical advice, but you know, I guess if you drank a whole bunch of salt, you'd probably, it would probably oh, yeah, taste go real bad. I have to say, good pre-puke face from that actor. I was like, oh, I bought that something's mm. going on in your tummy. Mm. <laughs> Uh, someone who's made the pre-puke face a lot in the last 32 weeks. Um, this is an interesting pitch. This is an is interesting treatment. pinch. A pinch. <laughs> That's my cat's name, Pitch. I, I, I also, l- I'm, I'm like surprised. 
surprised at the decision making that Fangs makes. Am I? I don't know. I just, it didn't feel... Hey, remember when Fangs and Sweet Pea did that accidental murder and then hijinks it up? For a whole oh, episode? Oh god, I forget. Fangs, no. Fangs is a dumb boy. Fangs is a real dumb Riverdale boy. I'm, I'm not yeah. shocked by dear Fangs. Fangs is not a level-headed fellow. Fangs is a charming, delightful, complicated character, but he is not the most cautious. That's true. Um, and I love that we brought uh, Black Panthers and the social dynamic of gangs back into the conversation before we return to hyperbole. Um, I, f- I feel like when Tony is speaking... In this episode, it is often with a bit more real-world authenticity and offer than the whole world around her. Um, yeah. Like, some of the things Tony says this episode are real steps of social progress and major progressive conversations happening. Um, the social role of the Black Panthers was huge. Yeah. Um but everything is in comic book colors around her. Yes. Including her oh, villain. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. So... Yeah, I feel mm. like it's it's tricky for a show like this to reference the Black Panthers. It's tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of glad we didn't dwell on it. I'm glad they gave us a thesis statement. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, that, like... At least what I hear is we, we're giving a little thought into what we're portraying and showing and doing. Which is yeah, not always TV. I'm curious about why they always say Baby Anthony. Like we know Anthony is. Oh, I wonder if it's because there's so many character names on this show <laughs> that they have to like. That actually makes a ton of sense to me. Yeah, just, just the baby. The baby. Rumbles are suddenly popular again due to the return of West Side Story. <laughs> um. This is wonderful acting from Vanessa Morgan. She's just so sad. Yeah, and she's in such a bad position. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder how much of the, the emotional beat we're getting is that this cartoonish situation is, is flaring up around her, and, she, and ostensibly she's still in the real world so right. far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, unless she and the alternate world merge and Tony becomes not possessed but in the power of La Llorona and that would be that's what I'm banking on yeah. just throwing that out there <laughs> that's my my hope and aspiration whenever I hear it, La Llorona I think of that great song La Llorona um, if anyone knows it it's really beautiful I'm not gonna sing it yeah there's some that's few fabulous versions on Spotify that I cycled through the last time we spoke of it yeah. So Reggie already knows. Why? Well, it's interesting that he doesn't tell Veronica that his dad's dying. Yeah. They've <laughs> Britta continuing to have the appropriate <laughs> emotional reactions to everything that's going on here. They've established to me that um, there's a, there's enough legitimate tension between Veronica and Reggie and dads mm-hmm. that this rift is forming. Like, I, I actually believe the, the the relationship rift that they're developing sure, this episode. Sure, yeah. Um, I think it's fairly, I think it's well, well built. 
Nice vintage ice pack. Although I don't know why you would have an ice pack after barfing. I, Maybe you'd have a headache? Sure. I forget what... If you barfed of... really hard? Arsenic. I don't oh, actually know what arsenic, arsenic does. Maybe arsenic gives you a headache. Let's look into that. Poisoning methods. Safe to Google, right? So, okay. they've. I, I like that they've accepted Percival as our big bad. Mm-hmm. And that they re- have recognized we are on the superhero project- trajectory. And we just have to do whatever comes next. It's all insane from here. Uh, Good, great outfit. Great big outfit. Poof, big poof sleeves. Beautiful dark roses. Like how Tony's kind of like, well, I will accept this, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, she did. You know, this is the string she pulled to get that foster placement last year, right? That's I their guess last that's true. major encounter, except for the witch accusation things. Yeah. I need to review season five. Gosh. Yeah, lots has happened. Well, lots in this has happened. Show. So much. You know, a lot has happened. The ghoulies. There's been so many ghoulies. Twilight Twist continues to be the only ghoulie we really see. <laughs> but there are That's so true. many ghoulies. We we know that there are ghoulies. I like. I really like this intersection. Um, this unexpected. Plot culmination. Yeah, this is the, th- the thing that kept like kept this episode fun for me is that yeah. the like warring motives of Percival and Abigail. Yeah, yeah, the multiple conflicts clashing with each other. Um, deep sad generational pain and family trauma with Reggie. Yeah, it's it's empathetically handled. I think. Yeah, I did think it was a very empathetic plotline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Reggie kind of... It's really interesting. Reggie's very much the adult in this relationship. Yes. But he has to pretend that he isn't, kind of. Yes. No, that's a great point. Yeah. And that that has been well built for seasons now. Um, the The occasional bits that Charles Melton gets have actually assembled quite nicely thematically yeah the wise guys that's a very it's a dated word but i guess the word means nothing i'm baffled by its use as a proper noun i don't oh do you not know that word or i mean i know it in the like stereotypical um italian mafia bit slang. yeah yeah is yeah, there's not some... Okay, sorry. After... We yeah, no, we, yeah. we gotta talk World about slip. this. World yeah. slip. Yeah. World slip. And really good color reversals, too. Fabulously done. Tony is having a deja vu moment of Rivervale. Yeah. And it's Rivervale where she became the death ghost. Yeah. I and think it they... precludes powers. And, yeah, maybe. And when, in Rivervale, when they went into the room with the crib, yeah. had La Llorona taken the baby? I don't... Was the baby gone also in this moment? I don't think I so. that there's a double door on that nursery, by the way. Yes. I... Wasn't he just on the floor? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think I it was. A, I think now. it was a fake out the first time, which which adds some something to this repetition with the callback. Archibald... 
Oh my gosh. Outfit. Just throw Molotov cocktail at Archie. And just this this was so fun. She doesn't stay yeah. to see that he's finished off, I guess. Well, but she okay. doesn't know that he's a super <laughs> doesn't know that he has super strength. Yeah. Love this leather jacket. Side note. <laughs> blue one? Um yes, the blue one. Yeah. Um Tabitha serves as a pillar of the community once more. Yes. Be- Betty, isn't there an FBI hunt somewhere? Didn't well, we just say that? This is like a different FBI. Uh, aren't you the only FBI? <laughs> and all of your employees. Anyway, uh, authorities evil. Moving on. Baby is missing. Everyone suspicious and judgy. Um, what do we think of this use of drugs power? For I mean, this is like definitely using the power for good. Yes. This is another place I found a little ham-fisted, but real not not true yeah it definitely uh, definitely had some truthiness but was still mm-hmm. sad mhm um Jughead and Betty continue to have good screen chemistry as co-investigators yeah i love i love that incredulous line from Betty um yeah i really like where um the relationship between these two characters has ended up over the years Yes, and even with like with Archie, this this investigative trio, I don't, I can't recall if we've had that particular, um, that particular assembly without any of the romantic tensions being forefront. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it is refreshing. Those, that that cast work well together. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, I'm glad that they didn't play any romantic tensions between Archie and Jughead and Betty in these later seasons. Well, I would accept like, Archie and Jughead, but oh, only that yeah. and only I'd for reasons. Juggy and, yeah, I would accept Jug. I would accept. <laughs> what would that be? Juchy? Jarchy. Ughead. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, and Veronica's just kind of holding her own in a in a whole different plot. Yeah, totally. As, yeah, as is Tony. As is Tony. Yeah, Tony's having a rough episode. Lots of screen time for this actor, though, which is great. Yes. This Twilight Twist character who... God, they put her in silly outfits. Really silly. They put the ghoulies in silly outfits, broadly speaking. So Twilight Twist... It's so uncomfortable. And Percival. actually looks like that. Yeah, I don't think... I, th- I think Twilight Twist is being manipulated here. Yeah. Or, I mean, she's a recent appearance of her own. Yeah. She's a relatively recent creation of the Ghoulies from, from the show's point of view. Um, we had um, angry, well-acted mom whose name escapes me and her three deadbeat sons who died one by one. Oh, right? yeah. And in her absence, Twilight Twist is what emerges. But around the same time, we get Percival. Yeah. Hmm. That's true. I, I think, I think, oh, but she's the only one who survives that weird self-killing of the ghoulies. Yes. So she probably, um, she's probably, she, maybe she has made some sort of deal with him and we're going to get some more of, that sound is my cat. Um, scritching adorably. Scritching adorably. Against there. the, against the lampshade. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was just her scritching the side of her mouth, which Aww. is a little less cute, but 
So Reggie plays a dangerous game here. I, I For a split second, I thought he was going to go in there and just shoot them. Like Yep, a, yep, yep, uh, yep. Which would have certainly been its own plot. Yes. Yes, um, it would have. But here we are again in Cucina Sacasa. So Reggie's now in bed with the people who Veronica is using as her cash bait? I don't like, know. These are the wise guys who bring in the big rollas. I don't know. And Reggie's dad is was. That's not. That's a. That's a slim pool if that's where they're picking. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> God, who are these wealthy, wealthy people being built in in Riverdale? Where are I'm, they? I'm, this show makes me so curious about small town <laughs> crime because it has to exist. Yes. And it has to be somewhat lucrative. Uh, well, yeah, various. Up to a point. Up to a point. Yeah, there and are. There's there's drug I trade just, in many small cities. I just find I just find myself intrigued hmm. by the what? Ow, sorry, but you got to hear me clonk my elbow against the wall there, Riverdale gang. Um, about what what small town crime is like. Mm-hmm. The show has made me interested in that. Yeah, well, it's portrayed it five or six completely different ways. So it's yeah. given us a nice slew of options. I mean, it's definitely, I feel like this is actually big big town crime, big city crime that they're just sort of inserting into a fake small town setting in oh, a lot of ways. completely. As Hiram has always been. And as the Lodge empire always seems to have been. <laughs> I love how Britta's like, okay. stuff happens to me all the time, I'm just going to try this. Rolls with it and thinks through this fantastic exposition monologue that Jughead doesn't flinch from. Yeah, just... I love how Jughead's like, it could, it can get weirder. <laughs> just not even a moment of reaction. Just confirms, you good for now? Okay. Okay, I can handle this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, split second of teacher Jughead there being like, you gonna be okay, kid? Okay. Tabitha, meanwhile, handling a gang fight baby drop slash shaking down Kevin on the secret. This outfit does not look good on you, Kevin. I don't know the word for a police sting t- designed to execute undesirable people. It's not good. Yeah. It's real not good. You hate it, whatever it is. <sighs> oh, mysterious assorted serpents. Yes. I think this is one of the few times we've seen all of the serpents with all of them have deadly weapons. Hmm. You know? Right. The. It's been a slow escalation, but now we're at guns. Sure. They, o- over the six six yeah, and like a few of them have one. Yeah. Um. So Tony clicking on a live stream—that's the only reason they don't all die, right? That's what this show offers. Yeah. That's that's the the thing that's happening here, which is. Which is which is a tactic that they tell you to do in in escalating situations with cops. Yes. So, um, it's quite a bold political statement in some ways Yeah. that I appreciate the show attempting, um, the, revisiting the, the contemporary concept of what accountability means. Yeah. 
in a lot of ways. Yeah, and it also harkens back to um, some something I remember from the first season of Riverdale, which mm-hmm. is um, the how the phones were used was like a really mm-hmm. big deal in the first season of Riverdale, and I mm-hmm. I almost got this sense of this like adult writing room. <laughs> contemplating the youth who are always watching. Yes, yes. Um, so, I'm, yeah, that little hearkening back to that seemed interesting to me. So, Britta's... Britta's the same age as our characters supposedly were when we met them. Yes. Right? I have found my internet box. I'm going to look up... Um, that actress? That actress while you are um, offering your theory, Ryan. Thank goodness that they finally accepted what it, what a middle teen looks like. Yeah. That, yep. She does look like a middle teen. <laughs> I love me some European bias casting where, you know, they, a lot of European shows just cast teens a year or two ahead and a lot of British shows cast old comedians, but they make them look ugly and hilarious. Because that's the point. The name of this actor is Kyla LaRue. Kyla LaRue. Well, she's doing some very good work. Yeah, we like it. Does she seem to be Vancouver-y? Um, I'm not sure. Let me see if I can find out more. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're back with Tony in the Deep Crisis. Tony in the Deep Crisis. Kyla LaRue. So Pickens just stepping into the town council in a police uniform. Um, it's quite a thing. I accept, I'm accepting that they're hand-waving it in, like, it's clear the line of his power. It's clear the through line of how his power and plot is working. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a Vancouver local. She's been in uh, Metro um, Theater, Gateway Theater, okay. and, the- and Tut's Productions, yep. bless her heart. Local theater kid. Yeah. Delighted to delighted to see the show using local cast. I guess with kids, you, it's probably much easier with youth talents to use uh, local casting as well. Yeah, I guess so. But, I don't really um, know. But excellent. Their first time with real teenager. Yeah. Well, they had to cast real teenagers earlier in in. Oh in yeah. This because they've, they've the been cast stuff. because they've been casting adults as teenagers. Yeah, I guess they did a jelly bean when she was a tween. You no, know, I was actually thinking of when they became teachers. They oh, had, yes, They had yes. to cast actual teenagers. So, I mean, I hate this uh, solution from, <laughs> I guess, sort of a political historical standpoint, but I absolutely love it from a plot standpoint and who Abigail is as a person, it turns out, who, like, tries yep. to kill people. Yep. In- innocent um, descendants. And we prefer Cheryl to Abigail. And we like that these friends are, you know. Baffled that Nana's. Repeat- repeating history to get their friend back. Yes, evil history. They're doing they're doing a horror as many, many times, times as it takes. takes. But great um, shot, great shot with the moon behind her. Love. Actually, this makes me wonder now. What did Abigail? What 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 brought about Abigail's first burning? Because um, maybe she I wasn't so innocent. If what? she's handing out arsenic scones I, on, on yeah, the chill. Well, I think she was just burned at the stake because she was a, a lesbian. Or she was witchy? Well, or she was educating women? The burning at the stake thing was adjacent from the big backstory thing, right? Like, she lost oh, her yeah. her beloved uh, uh, Thomasina. Oh, and maybe she got Warlock at the stake because she tried to kill Warlock things? Well, it's the three Wait. Riverdale ancestor people who, who are responsible for her original burning, apparently. 
Right. So there's got to be some hijinks that I don't think we've actually, I don't think we've dealt into exactly. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, it might be atrocious Tabitha to be burning her. Tabitha is going to have a hard time on this town council. Tabitha should resign. Mm, I don't think that's Tabitha's style. No, it's really not. But, respect. Nana is so shocked by the twitching of the doll that you brought for the specific doll possessing of the twitching things. Yes. And You're, Betty does magic now. I kind of love that Betty can just step in and do magic, because why not? Yeah. Well, I wonder, like, I wonder where Betty's skepticism is. Like, I wonder if it's about, like, because they have superpowers yes. now, they're just kind of like, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Also magic. Why not? At no point do they worry, like, you know, are we going to accidentally burn Cheryl? Do we have fire extinguishers? Do we have a plan here? What's the... They're uniquely unworried. And then this awful scene. Yeah, this is a bummer. Yeah. Kevin, I don't know how you're coming back from this one, but you came back from the cult. Yeah, cult, I don't know. I've been, buddy, you haven't made up for the cult yet. I don't think you can pull mind control again for this much, this much jerk. This Um. is also not how you, like, file, like, but isn't Tony, isn't Tony going to be served papers? Like, how does this work? I don't know that much about custody. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's far more complicated than any of this. But I, under, I I appreciate the hand wave that they're sticking with the dialogue here um, to to sum up a very messy and complicated legal process. There it is. Um, Politics of concern. My only concern is for Auntie's safety. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to me who Percival has identified as people he needs to um, eliminate. Archie, mm. Betty, Jughead, Tony. Mm-hmm. Things I think sort of by association. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why? But why Sketch Alley? Why? Mm. Why the Warring Gangs? Why yes. not Veronica and Reggie? Yes. I quite agree. We don't. We don't have enough. I don't think we have enough pieces to see his picture yet. Um, though this episode gives us the the clearest, clearest big pieces. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm, says I. And then Reggie has some sad news. Yeah. We are once again very all over the place as far as the emotional weight and realism and the absurdity. Yeah. They're negotiating it. We've, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of working for me. I'm like, I'm buying everything. Maybe we are like the frog or the lobster in the water. <laughs> Just desensitized. Yeah. I guess Riverdale, every time we think Riverdale can't get weirder, it does. It's true. They've yet to, yet to fail to surprise us. That's true. They've annoyed us For a few good times. Ill. But I'm, I'm enjoying this quite a bit. I'm a little bit delighted by Betty's sunglasses look as well. She just yeah. looks so tired and over it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful little bit from, the, from our dear doctor. Yes. Our little Pearl local Junior. actor. Not little, actually. He's quite tall. <laughs> um, something about the bodies is off. Also, I can't believe that Percival Pickens didn't think that the um, uh, mortician... <laughs> wait, that's not the correct term. Coroner. Coroner, thank you. Um, would be... I almost said optometrist, thinking of <laughs> autopsy. 
not the same profession, wouldn't be a good person to, like, have on his team. I, my theory there is he's got the weird immunity. Yeah, maybe. Because that man survived a bunch of different Riverdales. and Wonderful outfits on these three women. Yes. Oh, more fluffy, fluffy, fluffy Cheryl clothes. Yes. Big fluff. Hmm. Strange fluff, but big fluff. So they set us some nice ominous, um, like, stakes here with blurly defined rules about keeping Abigail bound with an eternal flame. Couldn't they do something else? Couldn't they put her in that thing that the... that demon got put in in Sabrina? Well, oh, that reminds me. That Sabrina is, is confirmed to be coming back at some point this season. That's fine. And uh, so maybe we'll find out. Because maybe Cheryl doesn't have the, the, the big toys yet. Maybe. She seems to be winging it, as does Nana, to be honest. Okay, these these three exposit and exposit and exposit our core plot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someone tells me he wants to destroy something. Something tells me he wants to destroy. I believe there'll be action okay. payoff. I'm waiting for it. Yeah, we'll see. That um, percolated. It did indeed. Um, I I don't know, Ryan. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Any last thoughts, Chloe, about that episode? Anything we else, else we want to chew on for a bit? I... No. I'm just ready for whatever's coming. Cool. Yeah, how about you? Yeah, I'm I'm plugged in. And we've got a bunch more coming this season. Yeah, we've got a ton. So, yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see where it grows. Who knows? We've got, we've got tons of genres at play here, and I'm curious to see what... What, what we're, where we're going? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of a reference for the doll thing, because the doll thing is just sticking with me. Oh, really? Yeah, the doll, dolls have always creeped me out wonderfully. Um, oh, I've, ne- yeah. I've never had the creepy doll experience. Mm, they have power, and the power is creepiness and too humanness. <sighs> anyway. We'll see you next time, gang, for more Creepy Riverdale. All right. Creepy Riverdale it is. Tough for now. Tough for now.